There's this common advice out there that you should forget about your weaknesses and just focus on your strengths. I think this is like a Gary Veeism where he says, just focus on your strengths. Don't worry about shoring up your weaknesses. Today, we're going to talk about why that is a bad idea. You're about to be introduced to a group of fly-under-the-radar marketers who you've probably never heard of, living life on their own terms, working from anywhere in the world. While others live to work, we work to live. We reject the status quo, the cubicle, and the morning rush hour. We don't allow a boss to tell us how to live our lives. Instead of waiting until we're old and gray, we're spreading our retirements out over the next 60 years to enjoy the prime years of our lives. We can work from anywhere with a laptop and an internet connection. We do things differently. We work smart instead of hard. We don't trade time for money. We trade results and impact. If you would ask your parents or a college advisor if what we're doing is possible, they'd shake their heads. Yet, we're doing it every day from cafes on the beaches of Bali, mountain chalets in the mountains of Colorado, and jungle apartments in Colombia. And we're making more money than we'd ever make in a full-time job. This podcast is about one question. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from, where you can work from anywhere in the world? If you want the answer, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. Here's Christian. So there's this idea out there that you should just only do what you're good at doing. Now, we talk about sequence issues, order issues on this podcast sometimes, where there is a sequence in business, there is an order in which you have to do things. And what often happens is beginners in the market, they come in and they look what the top person in the market is doing, and they think that's how a business is built. That's how a business is made. And so if they see that person doing tons of social media and posting on Instagram and Snapchat and all this stuff, they think, oh, as a beginning business owner, I should be doing the same things. I see this all the time. People are like, yeah, I'm starting my business, and they're out there just posting on Snapchat and Instagram to no audience whatsoever, and it has absolutely no impact on their business. It certainly doesn't make them money, and usually they have to go through a couple of years realizing, oh, nothing's happening for them to actually change their ways and realize, oh, I shouldn't just like blindly copy what the people at the top are doing. So the people at the top in in a niche or an industry, oftentimes they will just focus on their strengths. They'll try and stay in what's often called zone of genius, this this place in their business where they're doing the thing that they're the best at, where they get in the zone, and they're kind of the only person who can do that thing. And here's the thing. If you're not already running a thriving business, if you're not already making millions of dollars a year, most likely you're not ready for that yet. If you don't have a team surrounding you to fill in the gaps, most likely you're not ready for that yet. If you don't know what your zone of genius is, then you're definitely not ready for that yet. And ignoring your weaknesses could be the worst possible thing that you could do. So for those of you who don't really know my backstory, I used to be a competitive snowboarder, and I grew up snowboarding on this tiny mountain uh, called Tussie Mountain in Pennsylvania. And I think snowboarding and skateboarding in these extreme sports are some of the greatest possible teachers for mastery in life. And here's the thing, getting what you want in life, it's the same no matter what we're talking about. We could be talking about fitness or business or relationships or whatever. Mastery is the same across all domains. If you see a person who's really good at everything all the time, this is because they're good at mastery. So they might be great at business, great at fitness, great in their marriage. They understand mastery. And so... If we're trying to build a business from the ground up, 
the biggest challenge for beginners is understanding mastery. And so when it comes to snowboarding, I was just learning to snowboard and I wanted to get really good because I was just fired up by it. It was this thing that I loved to do. And when I was first starting out, I could ride really well regular. On a snowboard, you generally ride with your left foot forward or your right foot forward. So I could ride really well with my left foot forward. I had no problem doing that. But what I couldn't do at all was do what's called riding switch. And that's basically when you're riding backwards. So if you usually ride with your left foot forward, it's when you ride the snowboard with your right foot forward. So we'll call that riding switch. It's this thing that if you've been riding one way and then you try and do it another way, most people are terrible at it. And so most people that I know that snowboard, they can only ride in one direction unless they've trained and they they got really into riding the terrain park and things like that. But most casual recreational snowboarders who go once or twice a year, they go on vacation, whatever, they can only ride in one direction. But I wanted to be a lot better. And so I thought, you know, I really want to learn how to ride switch. But it's this thing that I'm absolutely terrible at. So it was my weakness. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go up tomorrow and I'm just going to ride switch the entire day. I'm not going to ride regular at all. And so I forced myself to do this thing that was really uncomfortable. And did I get better? No, not really. The first day I sucked at it. I was terrible and I fell over constantly. And I, I just was so uncomfortable doing it that I just wanted to switch back to my old ways. But I thought, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing this. And so I went up the next day and I only rode switch again. And you know what? I wasn't great at it, but it was a little less uncomfortable. And so this thing that was my greatest weakness, all of a sudden I started to think, you know what, maybe this isn't my biggest weakness anymore. Maybe I can actually practice this. And so what I did was I had a little bit of a positive feedback loop and I started to not hate the process so much. So the thing that was such a weakness for me, I started not to hate it. I wasn't good at it, but the first step is just to start not to hate the thing. And then so I went up the next day and I rode switch again. And you know what? I was not bad at it this time. And this time I actually had fun doing it. And all of a sudden I could switch back and forth and I could ride with my left leg forward or my right leg forward. And I had fun doing both. And so three days of hard work, of extreme discomfort, and all of a sudden I don't mind practicing this thing. And from then on out for the next 10 years, I was able to ride in both directions uh, because I had fun doing it. Because no longer was this weakness that I avoided. And for those of you who haven't heard my story before, I won a national championship in snowboarding. I got pretty good at it. Now, this is something I learned over and over again in snowboarding. So any kind of trick that was um, kind of out of reach for me. So if there was some trick of a jump that was out of reach for me because it was so uncomfortable to me psychologically or I was scared of it, if I just went and I practiced that trick over and over and only that trick, then pretty soon it was natural to me. And in snowboarding, we talk about having a bag of tricks. Now, this is this is common in business too. In business, we have a bag of tricks. We have certain things that we're good at. We might be good at copywriting, but terrible at actually running Facebook ads. Or we might be good at talking to clients, but we have no idea how to select proper images for our ads. Things like this. If you just look at business, you can see there's a bag of tricks you're pulling from. And once you have enough of those tricks, then you start to get pretty good at it. So what happens when... We hear this advice not to focus on our weaknesses. Well, we just never do the things that make us uncomfortable. And so what we do is we default to doing what's easiest in the moment. But business is largely a game of doing only the things that matter. 
It's the 80-20 principle. What are the 20% of actions that get us 80% of the results? And so I often think back to snowboarding in my time learning to ride switch, learning all these other tricks that I was terrible at. And when I know I need to master something in business, I think, you know what? What if I could just put in the time and practice this thing? My goal is not going to be um, to get rid of my weakness. It's not going to be to get good at it. I'm just going to put in the hours on this and see what happens. And usually the first time I do something, uh, it's something I've been avoiding forever. So for the longest time, I was avoiding running YouTube ads because I didn't understand the Google ads interface. I was so used to Facebook ads. I would just completely stay away from Google ads. I paid somebody to do it for the longest time, but I finally had to jump in there and do it myself. And I just was so confused as to where everything was. I wasn't used to it. It was uncomfortable and it was not fun the first day. But you know what I did? I jumped back in there the second day. And all of a sudden, my second day of running YouTube ads was a little less scary. It was a little less uncomfortable. And all of a sudden, I thought, you know what? Maybe this isn't my biggest weakness. And if you're following me, you know that by the end of the first week, I actually love running Google ads. I love running YouTube ads. I used to hate them and I just wanted to focus on Facebook and now I'm the opposite and I just want to jump into YouTube ads and scale them to the moon. And so now I'm all fired up on YouTube ads and this was an area that was my weakness and I stayed away from it. I thought, you know, I'll hire someone else to do this and focus on what I'm good at. But if I just spend a couple of days showing up and being uncomfortable and doing this thing that was one of my greatest weaknesses, all of a sudden I have fun doing it. And as soon as I have more fun doing it, as soon as it's not that uncomfortable, then I naturally get good at it. So I don't have to grind the whole time to get good at it. All I have to do is grind for a couple of days, then it becomes no longer a weakness, it becomes comfortable, and then I naturally want to practice this thing. So when it comes to business, especially if you're brand new, you have to do enough things to figure out what are the things that actually will move the needle that you can get good at. And if you're avoiding things that make you uncomfortable, you're probably avoiding everything that's important. And so you should not avoid your weaknesses in the beginning. You should go and practice those things for a couple of days so you become less uncomfortable with them, and then you'll get better at them over time. And over time, as you develop skills, you develop that bag of tricks, you're going to learn which trick produces the biggest results. And after you have a big enough bag of tricks, those are your skills in business, and you know which ones produce results, then you can choose to focus on the one that you're absolutely the best in the world at. And by this point, you should have enough revenue in your business to hire people to take care of the things that maybe after even so much practice, you're not great at or you just don't enjoy doing it. But you know that you don't enjoy doing it, not because it makes you uncomfortable so you never do it, but because you did it for years, you got good at it, and you still don't like doing it. Do you see the distinction there? Because that's a really important distinction. So if you're avoiding one area of your business, if you're avoiding say, learning to write good copy. These are the words that actually go down on the screen that are going to attract your customer. Or you're avoiding sales because you don't like talking to people. And so you just never develop any sort of skill set in these crucial foundational business skills, then you're going to lose over the long term. So if you're, if you're avoiding those in the name of focusing on what you're good at, and avoiding your weaknesses, but you've never actually practiced those skills, I want to implore you to go out there, 
and do what I did and just ride switch the first day, even though it's uncomfortable, you're riding backwards, it's going to feel unnatural, but just stick with it and say, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do this. My goal is not to like do this forever, but I'm just going to practice this day and then come back the next day, practice it again. Is it a little less uncomfortable? That's all we're looking for. We're not looking for you to be good at this thing. We're looking for it to be less uncomfortable. And then keep doing that until you don't mind doing it anymore. You're familiar enough with this skill set, with this action in your business, that now all of a sudden you can work it into your routine. That's going to help you grow your business, build foundational skills. When you get to the top, you can start to focus only on your zone of genius, only on what you're the best in the world at. Hire someone to take care of the rest. But please, don't avoid your weaknesses until you get to that point. That's all for today. Talk to you next time. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from where you can work from anywhere in the world? If you want the answer, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review now. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. See you next episode.